0: Welcome forward. Now you're listening to the Millionaire's Roundtable. I am your host, Lynn Richardson, here on KBLA Talk 1580. And we are creating millionaires, one family at a time, one day at a time, one dollar at a time, and one dime at a time. And that means you. The harvest is here. The time is now. And yes, it is the season not only to Uh, reap what you have sown, but also to wait on God for the sowing that you have done. All too often, uh, we want to put in the time and then we want to get the dime right away. All too often, we are impatient uh, with ourselves and others for the things um, that we believe we deserve, uh, for the things that we have worked for. And for the things that we see that other people have. But what I am telling you right now is to wait on God. I've talked about this before. And as I've said, um, sometimes the teacher has to, uh, you know, state the lesson again in order for us to get it. And I keep saying that the harvest is here and the time is now. But I think that some of us are a little impatient with the process of understanding where the harvest is actually taking place in our lives. So I wanna just share a few things about waiting on God. Um, There were times in my life and my grandmother used to always tell me, she'd say, Lynn, you're running ahead of yourself. And I never knew what that meant, except that I always felt a little rushed, a little crazy, a little anxious, and a little overzealous when it came to everything. But I was used to accomplishing Um, pretty much anything that I set out to accomplish because I would just go at everything full steam ahead. full steam ahead. But she used to always say, Lynn, you are running ahead of yourself. Well, let me help you understand this. There was a time in my life where I thought that the things that I'm doing right now, um, I felt like I deserved to do those things back then. I remember when I first wrote Living Check to Monday, the real deal about money, credit, and financial security. Here's the real deal. I was living Check to Monday when I wrote the book, okay? I was living Check to Monday when I wrote the book, and I remember Oprah started the Great American Debt Diet. And um, I reached out, and I wanted to be on Oprah, and I thought that I had the book that that was gonna help everybody get over their money problems. And the truth is, I needed to wait on God, because although... I had identified the problem and had been able to articulate the solution, I had not lived it out yet. I had not gotten to the other side. And so what I realized now is I was not going to be able to take people a place that I had not been. Even though I could talk about it, I had to be about it. Even though I could I, even though I could identify it, I had to actually go through the test. You know, I often say Whenever there is a testimony, there is a test. And whenever there is a message, there is a mess. And sometimes we've got to go through our test and we've got to get through our mess in order to get to the next step. Now. I've said this before, and once again, I'm going to say it again, because this is the season for you to tap into the one thing that you have that is going to propel you to the next state, and it is the season of gratitude. Gratitude dictates your attitude, and your attitude basically generates the energy for all of your your resources, um, your blessings. And how things move in and out of your life. You know, in the Bible, Jacob, uh, the story is told about how Jacob uh, wanted to marry Rachel so badly that he worked for seven years in order to marry Rachel. And when the seven years was up, uh, Rachel's father did not give him Rachel. He gave him Leah which by, uh, you know, the account in the Bible, Leah was not um, attractive or she may may have only been marginal looking or whatever the case may be. Um, But he wanted Rachel. And so then he worked another seven years and he finally got Rachel. But then when he got Rachel, he did not treat Leah well. As a matter of fact, he did not treat Leah well to the extent that, Leah was the one that was having all the sons and then Rachel was the one that came up in the end. And so we know that because of Jacob's treatment of Leah, I believe that that was a direct, uh, there was a direct uh, impact on Rachel and her sons. We know that Joseph got sold into slavery. Now ultimately at the end of that story, there was a great success, but we do know that Leah was able to benefit because she waited on God and she waited on God with integrity and had Jacob waited with integrity. And then once he got what he waited for, if he had behaved appropriately, who knows um, what suffering they might have been able to avoid. So I'm still talking about the harvest. I am talking about it's here now, but some of us, are opening up the window every single day and we're looking outside and we're waiting on it to come and we are impatient and we are uh, beating up on ourselves and we are going through guilt trips and we're trying to figure out when is my money gonna come? When is my breakthrough gonna come? When is my blessing gonna come? I have been working and working and working and working for it, but I'm gonna tell you right now to wait on God. And I'm also gonna tell you to wait on God with the truth. Um, I shared before and I'm gonna share again the story of my friend whose friend had been out of work for such a long time. And because she was out of work, she was desperate to get a job. And so she finally came upon an opportunity and she asked my friend to write her a letter of a recommendation because all she needed to get this other job was a recommendation that she had done that work before. And so my friend had her own company And I remember she called me the next day, and she said, Lynn, even though this is my friend, she said, I could not write the letter. She said, because if I write the letter, and it is not the truth, then we cannot give God the glory for the blessing that we think would come after that. And so that was such a powerful message for me. It was such a powerful lesson that sometimes we are waiting on God, but we wanna rush things a little forward. We wanna move them faster than they're willing to go. Or that, that faster than um, it's going. And sometimes we want to bend the truth just a little bit. What I'm telling you right now is to stand upright. What I'm telling you right now is to look straight ahead. What I'm telling you to do right now is to keep putting one foot in front of the other. What I'm telling you to do right now is to uh, sow and reap and understand that the harvest is here, but wait on God with integrity. Why? Why? Because this is your season to win. And we don't want anything interrupting what God has for you right now. The harvest is here and the time is now. KBLA Talk 1580. We've got a lot to talk about. This is KBLA Talk 1580, where hate loses and love wins. Welcome forward now, this is the Millionaire's Roundtable here on KBLA Talk 1580, and this is Lynn Richardson, and we are creating millionaires, one family at a time, one day at a time, one dollar at a time, and one dime at a time, and that means you. Yes, indeed, the harvest is here, the time is now, it is your season to get to the next level, but guess what, we still gotta wait on God, and we wanna wait on God with integrity. So, as as I was sharing, Um, the, The first thing that we do while we wait on God is to make sure we are treating the things that he's already given us with attention and have the intention to treat it well. The next thing is we want to tell the truth. Don't lie your way to the next step. Don't lie your way. To that job. Don't lie your way to that new opportunity. Tell the truth. Stand in what you are. If you don't have the skill set to get to, to do what it is that you want to do, then go get a class. If you are deficient in a particular area, then go clean up that deficiency. One of the things that I tell my students at New Wealth University all the time is you have to read, okay? You're not going to be able to point and click your way into a multi-million dollar business. You're not going to be able to point and click your way into financial freedom. You're not going to be able to even point point your and click your way into buying a home. Many of you have reached out to me because you want to own a home. You want to be a homeowner. You want to get to the next level. You want to overcome your credit. You want to uh, know how you can buy a home with no credit score. You want to know how you can buy a home uh, even if you've had a bankruptcy or foreclosure in the past. Guess what? You're going to have to do some work and you're going to have to actually read. Now here's the problem with reading. We're still talking about waiting on God and getting ourselves together while we're waiting on him. Here's the thing about reading. Some people can read but cannot comprehend what they read. I know for me, I was a math major in college and I was also, um, you know, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a logical analytical person but I'm also a creative social person. So I could do math but I could also read. But there are some things if I read, I have to read it three times. And if i'm tired i have to i shouldn't read at all and if I'm not interested in the subject, I probably won't understand anything at all. But if there is something that you need to do to enhance your reading comprehension, if you need to go back to community college. There's all kinds of schools out there. There's a daily college, Malcolm X, whatever, go to a big university or go to the community education division or or whatever that uh, state school is in your particular city or town. Go there. There is no shame. There is no shame in getting help. The only shame is when we don't wait on God and we actually lose out on the opportunity and it's all because of our own doing. So while you're waiting on God, Get yourself cleaned up. Don't lie your way there. I know people who did not get a GED, didn't graduate from high school, and now they're out looking for a job and they're writing on the job application that they graduated because you think they won't check. And sometimes they don't check. But what if they do? Do you want to get in the job or uh you know the the career uh, uh get in the door you you may just be in the post uh you know the mail room right now and your goal may be to become the supervisor or to get up to the 15th floor but do you want them to come tap you on the shoulder right after you get that promotion because they didn't check your background when you were getting uh, the level one position but now that you're going to level four or level five. They're double-checking everything Do you want them to tap you on your shoulder? Okay, and some of the things that we're lying about while we're waiting on God some of some of these things are a crime Okay, so um, as a matter of fact fake vaccine cards that's a crime It's a federal crime to have a fake vaccine card. It is a federal crime. Okay, so what I want us all to do what I want us all to do is to wait on God to have the intention uh and 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 put our attention on the things that we need to do so that we are ready for what it is that he has for us when we actually get that blessing. I share with you Um, To also be patient. Don't try to jump in front of the next person. Get in line and wait your time, okay? (laughs) You know, I I said uh, at one point in time, I said, you know, all of us at some point need to get back in line because there are some people, they've got a whole lot of common sense, uh, but they don't have any academic sense. There's a whole lot of people who are really, really smart, But they don't have an ounce of common sense there are people who know how to sing but they can't take care of themselves or people know how to act so we all went and got in line and got some great things some gifts but then we've got some deficiencies I know I got out of line before I learned how to shut up talk too much grandma B used to whoop me all the time Um, I got out of line before I got some patience okay the way my nerves are set up patience just it wasn't on the list okay so don't try to get in front of the line and don't get out of the line too soon. And if you discern that your season is up or you were only there for a reason, then move on with integrity. So, how do we do this? How do you do all of this? How do you stay patient? Because I know when I was on my path and I wanted to get in the entertainment business and I had been promised this job by Russell Simmons Company and a month went past and two months, two uh, a month, a month passed us uh, two months went by six months went went by a year went by and let me tell you by the time you know I, I was just crazy all right I was crazy but I stayed in there and I acted like I had some sense I never I never let them know how impatient I really was okay i never you know if, if they didn't return my call or return my email for a month When they did call, I didn't have an attitude. I was so happy I got the call. I I was like, come on now. I never, you know, I've had times when I haven't returned a call or an email. And and when I do speak to the person, um, they'll say, I haven't heard from you. Don't, come on now. Nobody wants to hear that. I know you haven't heard from me because I was, I would have been participating and I was not there. But what that does is it, it's just kind of letting a person know that you've been waiting. You don't have to do that. You know wait with grace and the way you do that is with gratitude gratitude will help you elevate your attitude gratitude is the litmus test for how your energy is going to show up in the world because let me tell you something people can lie but energy cannot your energy will show up before you open your mouth your energy will show up even if you think you have a straight face your energy will show up when you leave the your will stay there when you leave the room, and you want your energy to be in the space of gratitude. You want to thank God for waking you up. Thank God for the food on your table. Thank God for the opportunities you do have. Thank God for even just looking at my resume. Thank God for even considering me. Thank God for closing the door if it wasn't supposed to be open for me. Thank God for everything. Thank God for my children, my health, my strength. Thank God. Thank God for heat. Thank God for electricity. If you just start thanking God, while you are waiting, then you will collide into the thing that he has for you. Okay? Now, if you need some help with this, I want you to go to asklyn.org. Let's talk about real estate, real estate, real estate. Hi, I'm financial expert Lynn Richardson. You've seen me on Good Morning America, The Breakfast Club, and KBLA Talk. I'm so excited about sharing with you the Home Buyers Club. It's time for you to get the home of your dreams. No credit, no problem. Low credit, no problem. No down payment, no problem. I'm excited about you getting a piece of the American dream. Join the Home Buyers Club today. Who should you go to for financial advice? Author, TV personality, and celebrity financial coach, Lynn Richardson. Just bring in financial expert, Lynn Richardson. My girl, Lynn Richardson. We have Dr. Lynn Richardson. Good morning. Financial expert, Lynn Richardson. Lynn knows We're joined by financial expert, Lynn Richardson, author of Get Your Money Back, Tax Deductions You Never Knew About. Be at peace with the money that you have, because everybody knows money cannot buy happiness. To learn more about Lynn Richardson's webinars, books, and online courses, please go to lynnrichardson.com. The harvest is here, the time is now. This is the season of reaping, but you gotta sow something if you want to reap. And I know that while you are sowing, sometimes we get tired. Um, But I have been saying, let's wait on God. Let's wait on God with integrity. Let's wait on God and appreciate the things that he has given to us. Let's wait on God and not lie our way through the process. Let's wait on God and not try to jump in line ahead of our time. And let's wait on God with gratitude. But there are some things I know that you are waiting for. Let's start with your money. You are waiting for your money to get serious. Because right now, that money is funny and that change is strange. You know, that money is not lasting. They talking about living from check to check. No, you living from check to Monday. You all know I talk about this, you get paid on Friday, you kick it on the weekend, you pay on your pass-through bills and by Monday you're broke. And you know what? You're sick and tired of this. You're tired of it. I was tired of it. I thought I would live my whole entire life broke. I thought I would live my whole entire life struggling I thought I would live my whole entire life and never have enough that's because I wasn't waiting on God you see when our money is funny and our change is strange and we're not able to do the things um, that we want to do because we can't afford them sometimes we go ahead of God and we buy the stuff anyway we buy the stuff anyway. I, I talk a lot about when my husband and I bought our first home. Yes, it was a blessing to get approved for a mortgage and buy that house. It was our first little house in Summit, Illinois. It was thousand dollars The sellers paid the closing costs. They paid 6% um, towards the closing costs. Um, we scraped up every single dime we had. Scraped up every single dime we had. Got in the house, couldn't afford any furniture couldn't afford uh to do the things that I needed that I wanted to do in the house. So I went ahead of God and even though I got approved for the mortgage or my husband got a we we got approved for the mortgage, we really were not ready, right? My money I, I had not learned yet how to save. I had not learned yet how to live below my means. I had not learned yet um how to Um, delay gratification. I had not learned that I needed to stop trying to impress people and keep up with the Joneses. So what did I do? I got in the house and I pretended that I had everything that was, that I, that, you know, you want to impress people. You want to invite your family over. So I was spending money on Christmas dinners and Thanksgiving dinners and, you know, all of those things. And then I started making more money. But the more money I was making, the more money I was spending, right? So while you're waiting on God to help you get to the next level financially, ask yourself, what are you doing right now with the money that he's given you? Okay? Because here's the deal. There is no reason to run out of money. Not completely, anyway. There's no reason to run out of money. Now, do not get me wrong. I know that there are times when you get your check and that entire check has to go towards bills because something is gonna get cut off. There's a light bill or a gas bill or you know the car note or something like that, but you knew that was coming. That's not a surprise. We know those bills are coming. That's not a surprise, but what do we do anyway? Our friends our colleagues want to go out to eat um, lunchtime at work so we go even though we don't have the money Um, they want to go out afterwards Um, so you go but even though you don't even though you don't have any money and yes you can get your money back if it's a business uh, meeting or business meal for your home-based business but some of us don't even have any money to spend to get back okay we don't have the money yet to spend to get it back. So while we are waiting on God and we're asking him to bless us with more money so we can do the things that we want to do, the things that we think we deserve, then let's just be very mindful. Remember, I said we got to take care of the things that he has already given us, even if we don't like it. You don't like that little bit of money? Go get some more. Work two jobs, three jobs, whatever you have to do. When I was in my 20s, it was like, my name is Lenny and I got plenty, okay? I had 52 jobs. Now, I was running nowhere fast. It was like being on a treadmill running and you're not going anywhere. Yes, that was definitely the truth. But the point is, I did not quit. Now, unfortunately for me, I was feeding my spending addiction. So the more money I made, I was I was spending even more than that. Okay, so we've got to be careful about that as well. Got to be careful about what we're doing. Um, I'm just going to repeat this very quickly. The 10, 10, 30, 50. If you are waiting on God and you're trying to get a financial breakthrough, the first 10% you tithe, the next 10% you save, 30% is cash on a separate debit card for your incidentals. Okay, put that cash on a separate debit debit cards separate from your checking account with your bills and have that money available so you can avoid a spending addiction which is what you have when you go to the grocery store for toothpaste and walk out with hundred and seventy nine dollars and forty seven cents worth of stuff you don't need you all have heard me say that ten million times but sometimes we need a reminder I've needed a reminder now I haven't spent more money than I make but since we started opening up in the pandemic I'm going out spending money. I'm like, oh no, let's slow down, Jim Shoe. Uh-uh, slow down, Jim Shoe. I am about to stay my booty in this house. Yes, my butt. I'm gonna stay in this house, and I'm going to eat what is here in this house. We're gonna cook the food here, okay? Because the money doesn't talk. Some say money walks, uh, uh, talks, but I say money walks away from you quietly, and you don't know where it went. So if your money is funny, your change is strange. You're waiting on God. Then treat that money the right way take care of it do not run ahead of yourself um, you know and I've often said this as well is the devil your accountant right because when it's time to tithe uh, some of us start thinking of everything else we got to do with that money Okay, but when we go out and spend some money that we know we're not supposed to spend on stuff that we know that we don't need, we've got more excuses than a man going to jail. Okay, I mean, we're actually going out and getting all of that stuff and we're telling ourselves I deserve it and this, that and the other. And yes, you may deserve it, but do not run so far ahead of yourself with your money and you're waiting on God to bless you. And God is waiting on you to bless yourself with some discipline. The harvest is here and the time is now. But yes, let's wait on God with integrity. KBLA Talk 1580. We've got a lot to talk about. The righteous range. And don't be afraid to say what you see. We're KBLA Talk 1580. Welcome forward. Now, this is the Millionaires Roundtable here on KBLA Talk 1580. And this is Lynn Richardson. And we are creating millionaires, one family at a time, one day at a time, one dollar at a time and one dime at a time. And that means you. So while we're waiting on God, we're waiting on our money. We might also be waiting on a man. Okay, ladies out there, you're waiting on your man. And if you're a man, you're waiting on your mistress or whatever we want to call your missus, all right? How did you treat the last person in your life? How do you treat the people who are in your life right now? So if you're waiting on that significant other, that man or that missus, if you're waiting, so we talked about money. Now we're on the man or the missus. You, you, you've you been waiting on that person, but how are you treating yourself? Do you love yourself? While you're waiting on someone to love you, do you love yourself? While you're waiting on someone to come and rescue you, have you rescued yourself? Are you showing yourself self-care and self-love? Are you setting boundaries? I was in a relationship um in my late teens early 20s that almost took me out of here it was my first time uh you know just being in a relationship in in that way and i was just so smitten and, and when when it didn't work out i didn't know what to do with myself and i and i did not think i was gonna make it but there is a god i waited on god and during that time while i was waiting on god i was getting myself together I was cute my hair was made up I was working two or three jobs I was going to school I was getting straight A's and I set boundaries for the future person who I was going to date if you did not call when you said you would guess what there was never gonna be a conversation again if you said you were picking me up for a date and you were late and you did not let me know ahead of time then there was no date Um, and when I met my husband Demetrius And I I knew I liked him when I first saw him, but you know, I couldn't tell him that. I had to play, you know, a little, uh, I I couldn't just be too happy about it, okay? Y'all know what I'm talking about. And he asked me my name, Lynn, and then he asked me what was my last name. I said, that's enough. You don't need to know anything else (laughs) right now. So I set boundaries. And then I said the number one thing, I said to him, now listen, Buster, if, if Grandma B don't like you, uh, you're going to be history, okay? So I put a village around me to help me make the right decision in a mate, right? So you're waiting on your money. You're waiting on your mate. And um, the last person that I was with before Demetrius, Grandma B told me she didn't like him. And I ignored her. She said he wasn't right. And guess what? He wasn't. Broke my heart in half, but guess what? I let him do it. So what I also did, see, when you're waiting on God, you can't be bitter about what happened before. I wasn't bitter, and I was not afraid to love again. You cannot be afraid to love again if you are waiting. Your energy, what do you want? Do you want someone to love you? You want someone to sacrifice for you? You want someone to to be there for you during tough times and happy times, then be that. You be that. So the interesting thing about Demetrius and I, when we met, he wanted to love me. I wanted to love him just as much as he wanted to love me. I wanted him to have a good woman. I wanted him to be able to, you know, walk proudly and and say that he had this, this woman, the love of his life and so on and so forth. I wanted that for him. So I treated him the way I want it to be treated, right? So are you waiting on God and you're waiting on that relationship, you're waiting on that mate, you're waiting on that man or that missus, then make sure you are treating yourself the way you'd want someone to treat you. And when they come into your life, then treat them well. If, if the person is dishonest, then set the boundaries, cut it off, but don't treat them like they stole something they haven't done anything because you don't trust anybody because usually When you don't trust other people, it's because you don't trust yourself. That's usually it. You don't trust yourself to say no. You don't trust yourself not to break down. You don't trust yourself uh, to set boundaries. You don't trust yourself. So because I trust myself, everybody gets the benefit of the doubt. Everybody gets the benefit of the doubt. And if I think there's something wrong with you and I choose to interact with you anyway, I'll say to you, listen, I think you're kind of shady and these are the reasons why. And I'm gonna give you the opportunity to explain yourself because communication is key. When you don't communicate, you are left to make your own decisions about what is going on or what happened. And it's usually wrong. You have to come together and communicate, communicate. So yes, we are waiting on God. We're waiting on God for our money. We're waiting on God for that mate. And you know what? If you don't know what to do, if you need some help, I want you to go to Lynn.org. Hi, I'm financial expert Lynn Richardson. You may have seen me on Good Morning America, the Steve Harvey show, or Get Up Mornings with Erica Campbell. Guess what? Did you know you can get your money back if you hire your kids? You can get your money back if you go out to eat. You can get your money back if you go on a vacation. Well, guess what? In my book, Get Your Money Back, Tax Deductions You Never Know About. I'm going to teach you how you can get your money back with your home-based business, legally, ethically, and all with the permission of the IRS. Just go to askglenn.org. Yes, we all do. So guess what? The harvest is here. The time is now. It is time for us to be patient and wait on God. KBLA Talk 1580. We've got a lot to talk about. Not for everybody, but we're for everybody. You're listening to KBLA Talk 1580. Welcome forward now. This is the Millionaire's Roundtable here on KBLA Talk 1580. And this is Lynn Richardson. And we are creating millionaires, one family at a time, one day at a time, one dollar at a time, and one dime at a time. And that means you. There was a time when I wanted nothing more, nothing more than to be the uh, a well known, world renowned financial coach, specifically in the area of home ownership. I wrote it in my vision over 20 years ago. The first time I wrote it, I think it was somewhere around uh, either 1999 or the year 2000. I saw it. But let me tell you something that road was rocky, that road was slippery. That road was dangerous. That road almost took me out. I got off the path completely. I wanted nothing to do with financial literacy. I wanted nothing to do with educating people. And so I came into the entertainment industry in order to help people behind the scenes. I did not want to be in front of the camera anymore. I did not want to be on the microphone. I didn't want to teach anybody anything. But then one day, while I was waiting on God, it was very clear to me because every year at the wealth experience we go through an activity where you go through the list of all the things that you want to change and every year I had a list and the number one thing on that list would be my relationship with God and then I have uh, money and health and family and you know I have all the things that I wanted to change not that they were bad I just wanted to improve them and this year It was 2017 at the wealth experience in miami this year i only wrote one thing on the on the list and i wrote be like god you see i had a relationship with god we talk every day we talk all the time i talk back and so on and so forth but god said no i want you to be like me i want you to give you stop giving lynn richardson You stopped teaching Lynn Richardson. You stopped, so that's not like me. You're doing what you wanna do when you wanna do it and I want you to serve my people like I'm asking you to. And that was the last year I ever had to write a list. So what I'm saying to you, while you are waiting on God to uh, step into that role that you see your life's mission tied to, while you are waiting on God, for that career advancement, while you are waiting on God for that pay raise, while you are waiting on God for that next opportunity, be sure and be clear that you are already doing the things that he wants you to do in the role that you're in now. I did not want to do this, I'm telling you. I didn't wanna do it. I remember Yvonne McNair, she asked me one year at the Wealth Experience, you should start speaking and teaching, and I started crying. We were at dinner. We were at uh, STK in Miami, Miami Beach, to be, to be uh, exact. If she's uh, 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 listening or watching or whatever, she will concur. And, and I started crying. Light was there too. Because the very thought of doing it made my soul weep. But what I realize now is what I was doing was not even a, a, a tenth of what God wanted me to do. So the mission that I had for myself, I don't even know what it was. I guess I was just going to help MC Light forever. <laughs> and I still do. I still do. I run companies and all this kind of stuff, but he wanted more for me. So while you are on this path, while you were in the season of the harvest, while you are reaping or uh, uh, planning to reap or getting ready to reap, while you are sowing, wait on God. The mission that he has for you. He is not a man that he should lie and his word does not return back void. It is the truth. This is your season. It is your time. That time is now. KBLA Talk 1580. We've got a lot to talk about. Welcome forward now. This is the Millionaire's Roundtable here on KBLA Talk 1580. And this is Lynn Richardson. And we are creating millionaires, one family at a time, one day at a time, one dollar at a time, and one dime at a time. And that means you. So what is the action of the day? What is the word of the hour? The action of the day is to get a plan. When you have a master achievement plan, a map, then you can work the plan patiently knowing that you are going to get where you're trying to go. If you are taking baby steps, all you have to take is one step at a time. If you are taking giant steps, guess what? You can still only take one step at a time. You know, my husband and I, we walk around um, our development every day. We try to go out for a walk and at some point in our walk, there's an incline. And honey, that incline is something else. And I'm taking little bitty baby steps. He's taking giant steps. Now, for every one step he takes, I have to take two or three steps because I'm just getting along. But guess what? We are still getting to the next spot. We are still getting to the end of the block. We are still walking that mile together. So get a master achievement plan. You can get that at asklin.org. Take the time and be patient with yourself to uh, be, be, love yourself enough. Love yourself enough to be patient enough to allow the plans that God has for you to prosper you. The Bible says, I have plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. That means God is planned to bless you. So the action of the day is to get the master achievement plan. If you want to do it yourself, then I'm just going to tell you, write the things that you want, prioritize them, write the vision of perfection for each of those things, create a 60-day goal, and then create your daily activities. Now, that's a process I can walk you through, I can coach you through, but if you want to do it yourself, go right on ahead. I love it, I love it. Now, the word of the hour is plans fell for lack of counsel but with many advisors, they succeed. And a lot of times when we're waiting on God, it's because we don't, when we're not waiting on God, okay? It's because we don't have the right counsel. And when we do wait on God, and when we wait on him successfully, and we see that goal come to pass, we see that vision come to pass, we see that dream come to pass, then guess what? We are then able to reap. And so now it is your season This is the reaping season. But guess what? That doesn't mean everything that you see for yourself is going to happen tomorrow. But if you keep going, tomorrow will eventually get here and you will collide into your dreams. The harvest is here and the time is now.